Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello everyone and welcome to Live Club Reaction to Kamarnock 2, Rangers 3. Um, I'm not sure if this method of going behind is going to catch on or to come back from uh, being behind uh, to win the game. I don't know if it's going to catch on. I don't know if it's very good for any of our health, but uh, it's three points, I suppose. And again, the grit and determination of the squad under Bill can't really be questioned. Um, I am Scott Carney. There was three of us. I don't know what's just happened to Scotia. He's just disappeared into the abyss. Uh, but Ali Pearson, mate, how um, how are you? <laughs> it's just... Uh, they, they put you through it, Rangers, at the moment, don't they? You, you never sit there and um, relax with Rangers at the moment. It was... Um, there's a lot to get into with that game, Carney, but um, yeah, that comment you've put up there, that sums it up for me. It's it's um, Jekyll and Hyde Rangers. Ass, it's, here he is back now, Scotia. We'll get into <laughs> it, but here he is. He's back. Everyone's tuned in for Scotia. So. Yeah, Scotia, I don't mm. know what you've done there. You don't even know, do you? You closed your no, mouth. That's what you've done. Everything, everything just broke there just as we went live. Yeah, sorry, guys. How's it going? <laughs> Yeah, it's not bad, mate. Not bad. Yeah, the a, a strange one tonight. Um, really, really strange. It's, it's, it's. I said to you just before we started recording, I was like, "How can this team make me so miserable and so happy all at the same time?" It's, uh, it's a, it's, it's just a strange one. And I, I get where we're playing. I get who we're playing. And that park seems to be a bogey. That stadium seems to be a bogey stadium for us, but. Aye, they don't have to put you through it sometimes. And again, some some decisions tonight well, for me, and I don't mean by Clancy, which is odd. That is odd. Um, that it's not by Clancy, but some decisions tonight. I'm like, I just don't really quite get it. I don't really quite get it. Anyway, 
Uh, the team, McLaughlin, Tavenier, Goldson, Davis, Davies, Davis, whatever it is, Barisic, Lundstrom, Kamara, Arfield, Kent, Sakala and Morelos. Uh, Ali, I've said this a million times, I think. Arfield should be starting games for Rangers anymore. Yeah, I was one away, I think. I had Tillman and Serie Arfield. I know Sco- I think Scotia said he had Arfield in, but... Well, you'll come on to it tonight as well. I, I thought Scott Arfield was all right and decent in patches, but he's an impact player for me. That game, see that game that, tonight? That was made for Scott Arfield to come on, if you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. And make an yeah. impact. It was, um, no, I, mean, I agree with you. Scott Arfield starting for me is a, is a no-no. But look at the bench tonight, Carney. That bench is a reason why we need to bring players in this window. 100% yeah I said it before uh, before kick off we said it in the group chat I just looked at the bench and I thought there's just not very much there at all and it's no disrespect to the players that are there but the Scotia the the glaring the glaring missing point was firepower on that bench yeah it looked one of, one of those ones if it was going to be a slog of a game tonight that I was really worried and concerned with that because you were having to play Sakala, you would have to push Sakala in to play through the middle and then you're kind of relying on your likes of Lowry, your likes of Tillman to come on and they're not out and out strikers. As it were, it's, um, yeah, that, that striking position gives you fear like, and it kind of drives home the night when you see that bench. It's no great. I do agree with you about Arfield though. I, I put him in my team, but I'm of the same opinion that he is suited better to come off the bench, I think, these days. But um, again, that kind of highlights our, the, the issues that we've got in midfield. Although I'm maybe going into the weekend with a wee bit more positivity after some performances in the midfield tonight. Oh, are you? <laughs> well, <laughs> possibly. Yeah, I'm going okay. to try and be really positive tonight in this podcast. Look, to be fair, I am positive the fact that I can't really question this team's grand determination to go back. I can't, but again, we are making ridiculous errors I mean like it's stupid errors it's 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 worrying errors for me because I'm going why are we why are we doing this kind of thing we've never really done I suppose we've always conceded from corners I get that but oh anyway I was going to go off my rant there I won't we'll get into the game because I could I could go on um we, as Rangers start the match, we put together a great passage of passes from kickoff, honestly, straight up the park. And I was like, oh, it was one of the moves that I thought we were going to score straight from kickoff here. It looked good. So Carl's final ball was a wee bit unlucky. And then from there, Rangers just disappeared into their own half. And Kilmarnock just put the pressure on. They had a number of corners, two or three in succession, maybe four in succession. Four. Um, was it Four. Was it four in succession? Um, I think the third one, McLaughlin comes out and flaps at it. They should probably score from that one, but not to worry. Um, Rangers do the, the, the don't let us all down and concede from a corner yet again. Now, this one, Ali, um, we've seen Rangers concede from corners I don't know how many times. This one is a combination of everybody, in my opinion. Nobody attacks that ball. Nobody goes for it. McLaughlin as well, caught in a wee bit of no man's land. It's a strange starting position that he has as well, but I do think that's been coached to him. Um, I don't think that's a natural thing for him to be doing starting there. So, But this goal, mate, it's just... How many times are we going to see it? It's a calamity. We've said it for, I don't know how long, put a ball in our box and it's, it's panic stations. And, and it's not just the go- it's not just the goalkeeper. We were warned, like you say previously, when McLaughlin came out and he was in no man's land. 
he was in no man's land for this goal, but there's there's other faults within the goal. Arfield loses man. It's it's a decent header for the boy, but it, it shouldn't come to that. We looked like we hadn't seen a football carney for that sort of ten minute spell. We were all over the place, and Kamarnik deservedly took the lead and probably could have got a second if they really really put the pressure on us because we just looked all at sea and you can't blame that park as much as you want to go on about that park the majority of the players have played in that park umpteen times for Rangers so I don't take the park as a get out of jail card uh, so it's disappointing Karen, because it's we're, we're sitting here once again saying Rangers aren't starting games again well at all and we're giving a goal Goal start to the team again, which will bite us in the arse at some point along the line. Yeah, Scotia, as, as, as far as starts go, um, we didn't. Well, we were really poor, but this is I'm going to keep my positivity up here. As bad as we were, <laughs> I thought Kamarnik, I thought Kamarnik were fantastic in that sort of first 15 minutes. They were really giving us a torrid time. So, yes, we were really bad, but I think you need to give a wee bit of credit there to how well. Kamarnik started the game, they identified areas of the pitch that they knew they could get us at us at. Barisic. Um, yeah, Barisic, exactly. yeah. <laughs> and then we'll, we'll come on to that game, because he came on to a bit of a game once, um, obviously we'll come on to what happens later on, but he came on to a bit of a game after that. But um, yeah, it was poor, the crosses in, not great. I've been a wee bit, wee bit worried defensively at times. I mean, we've, man, we've been winning games, so that's fine. So that's the main thing you need to, as a defender, make sure that... You do your job so that the team can go on and win, and we've managed to do that in the majority of occasions under under Beal so far as as he's been in. But there are wee shaky moments where I'm like, mm, does the rotation of the goalkeeper help matters? Because I think sometimes during a game, you potentially players get a wee bit lost thinking that they're playing with the other keeper at times, which you know mm-hmm. naturally can happen. But those the, those three four corners in quick succession, they all gave warning signs. Uh, yeah, McLaughlin needs to do far better in both the corners that come in and the one that obviously the goal gets scored from. Barisic get pushed off the one before that a wee bit too easily. Arfield, one of the smallest guys in the pitch, is in there doing it. And I thought Goldson was pretty poor. I, I watched it back yeah. um, during half time, and Goldson does get a very, very slight shove in the back of him, and it puts him off a wee bit. Not no foul or anything like that. I'm not saying that, but it's a wee slight shove. But again, a big guy like Goldson should be doing far better. At Kenny dealing with that space because you know he's your main centre half to deal with these balls coming in. It was a very poor start from us, but I think you need to give Kelly a wee bit of credit because, as I say, I thought they got off to a flyer. Uh, yeah, okay, <laughs> if you want, not for me. Um, I think they were they were decent enough, yes, but this is not something that we shouldn't be expecting. This is we should we should be prepared for it. I I, I don't I don't believe for a second known Beal the way that I think I know Michael Beal that he's not thought well they're going to target Barisic by Armstrong because the boy's been flying at one point it was 2v1 there seemed to be no support for uh, Barisic on that side and I'm not defending Barisic by any stretch of the imagination because he looked absolutely terrified every time Armstrong got the ball uh, especially in the first kind of first 30 minutes or so of the game um, but yeah uh, that was literally my next note it took us 17 minutes to get a shot on target uh, Golson gets his header um, his head on a corner um, but it's saved but the keeper again I think he should maybe do a bit better then but at this point I'm less than impressed with what I'm watching um, Armstrong again goes very close cuts inside unchallenged gets a shot away forcing a save from McLaughlin 
23rd minute Rangers spring into action and I mean I'm not going to lie he's pretty much against the run of play I would agree with that or disagree with that if you like but for me it was a bit against the run of play um, really well worked goal though um, the only move we've really put together since the, the kind of kick off Tav plays the card down the right hand side uh, and his cross is low and with pace and it's straight onto the boot of Morelos who does really well because the ball just bounces up just before him he keeps it low he buries it Ali that's that's Alfredo Morelos but Credit here has to go to Sakala as well for um, his cross. The cross was superb. Yeah, a lot of credit to Sakala because Sakala's been um, a lot of folks like Sakala in terms of his, his end product isn't great at times. And you know, when you see him in that position, you're thinking, what's he going to do with it? But he plays a perfect ball to, to Morelos and Morelos slots it away. And that's what Alfie's there for, put the ball in the back of the net. And yeah, at that point, I'm thinking, Hey, we're back in the game. It's one each. There's plenty of time left in this game. Let's kick on because we, after that 15, 20 minutes at the start of the match, I thought we started to grow into the game and start to control the ball because it was like a hot potato the first 10, 15 minutes for yeah. us. And after that, I thought we got to grips with it. Um, but no, it was a very good goal, but Rangers, that one. And Sakala takes credit for the assist. Yeah, Scotia, Scar does really well here. Um, but again, this is we've seen Alfredo Morelos miss chances like that um, more than one occasion. But that was one was really well taken, and it got us back into the game. Yeah, um, both Sakala and um, Morelos done really well here. I don't know, I'm, I can't be alone in this, but when Sakala had managed to get the run on the boy and then get ready to play that cross across, across the edge of uh, the face of the box, I was terrified that Sakala was going to do Sakala-esque things and, and mess it up but thankfully he didn't and Alfie done really well check his Kenny run and just hold back knowing where the ball should be coming um, if Sakala's on his A game which he was there and um, yeah knocks it away it's great yeah a bit against the running play I did think after about what 15 15 or so minutes the, the intensity from Kelly dropped away a wee bit and that's a, a, that was probably a combination of them dropping intensity and us as Ali says growing into the game a wee bit more at that point but Again, it, it was slightly against the runny play because we'd done hee-haw up until that point, really. Yeah, we hadn't done anything. No, we literally hadn't done anything. Uh, our first real proper attack and we scored from it. Look, and it got us back into the game. That was the most important thing. Um, I then, just before I lose my feed, Kelly were taking every opportunity they had to play a long ball into the box into our defence. Um Probably not the first time we mentioned the defence as well for the rest of this podcast. We just looked so shaky. Um, I, I don't think we looked like we had any confidence. And it almost looked like there was a lack of communication at points as well between um, the, the two centre-halves and McLaughlin um, just not speaking to each other. Um, so, yeah, obviously, Kelly had identified that. They do have quite a quite a tall team, quite a big team, as Derek McInnes' teams tend to be. Um and they were taking every opportunity to kind of punt the ball into the box. But yeah, so but for the next 10 minutes, I think, I'll lose my sky feed, which was rather frustrating. Uh, but Scotia has advised me that I missed not very much. Morelos being booked, which I've just seen back on Twitter. It's not really a booking, is it? But again, does he have? See on that booking, Carney, by the way. Clancy doesn't even see it. He turns round because there's a noise because something happens. He looks and goes, Oh, it's on Morelos. Oh, it's Morelos, I'll book him. Yeah. He didn't even <laughs> see it. Didn't even see it, Clancy, but he booked him. It's not a booking. Aye. Anyone in the park, it's not a booking. Mm. Yeah, what I'd say is that in itself from Alfie wasn't a booking. 
but I think he's booked him because just a minute before that, he booked um, Danny Armstrong for a pullback mm. on Kent. And that one was a slightly more, but again, if that's getting given against one of my players, I'm a wee bit frustrated that he's getting a yellow card for that. But it's because I think at both Alfie and Danny Armstrong were having a wee niggle at each other through that first sort of 30 minutes. And there was a few wee, wee challenges that put in, not a yellow card in and of themselves, but I think that was just a accumulation. But I, I did see an awful lot in folk on Twitter say no, never a yellow card for Alfie, but I think it's more down of a kind of accumulation of wee niggly fouls that he's given that booking for. Possibly, possibly, but I, I'll still go along with Ali. It's because it's Morelos, <laughs> and it's easy for Clancy to go, I'm just going to book you because I'm an incompetent referee. This is what I do. Uh, so, yeah, but actually, I eventually got my feedback, which was good. Uh, Rangers don't really do well. Long ball from a set piece into the box on 40 minutes. It leads to a shot, but luckily it's straight at McLaughlin. Just after that, Kent has a shot from distance, but again, straight at the keeper after some pretty decent, decent build-up play, but Kent was unlucky with that one. Half-time, 1-1. One, one. Ali, thoughts at half-time? Um, I'm I'm, I, I I don't think our midfield was really having any effect on the game. I thought Ryan Kent, again, looks our most dangerous player. Um, Tavernier did one thing only to me uh, in that entire half, and that was play the ball with Sakala for the uh, for the cross from Morelos to score. Apart from that, he did very little else, and Borna just he looked scared. He really did look scared down that, that left-hand, down our left-hand side um, in the first half anyway. Your thoughts at halftime? The only positive was we were, we were level going in and we had 45 minutes to, to correct it in the second half for me. It's another it's another first half and it's first, I've said this before in this podcast, for some reason we don't start games. We do well in the second half of games, but the first half of games we don't seem to start. The majority of Beals games we've not started in the first half at all. And this is another one. But the midfield for me was the, the key because you've got Lundstrom, Kamara, who I thought was all right in spells in our field. To me, they all do this kind of same job. Lundstrom again for me. For, first half, I'm talking, I, th- I thought he was poor again, Lundstrom. It's, um, he needs pulled out the team for me, Lundstrom. Ryan yeah. Jack for me needs to take over there because it's another game where he's he, he just didn't do it for me. But there was other players in the park. Bright Sparks, you would say. Sakala's always trying. Morelos hold up play link up. I thought mm-hmm. was getting better within the first half, but it was one each, and I thought we can't play like that again in the second half. So, and we usually play better in the second half too. So that was my kind of thoughts at halftime. Yeah, um, yeah, I thought Kamara was um, decent in spells as well, mate. I thought going forward when he was driving the ball, I was like, right, okay, yeah, this is what you should be doing. Morelos as well, yeah, his hold up play was was good, but he was coming far too deep for me as well because we were getting getting left isolated um up front. Scotia, your thoughts at um at half time, mate? Um along the same lines as you guys, to be honest. It was um oh thanks Rangers for putting us in this position yet again. You know that way you're sitting at half time going, I'm dreading yeah. coming on to do this pod now in forty five yeah. minutes because just so poor it's it gives me wee flashbacks to how we started under Gerard when he first arrived. That we, we seemed to lose quite a few goals early on and then we'd come back into games and, and do it. There's an awful lot of similarities I can see between Beal's side and Gerard's side in terms of how matches are going and how the, how the flow of the game is working for us. But yeah, I, th- I thought the midfield in particular were pretty poor. I do agree. I, I know you mentioned in the group chat that yeah, Kamara driving forward was, it was a wee bit better at times, but 
I just felt that they weren't they weren't helping out the defence when they needed to help out the defence, and they weren't helping out the attack when they needed to help out the attack. That's the that's the midfield's job, <laughs> in a nutshell, and they weren't doing it. Um, and uh, Lundstrom and Arfield were, you know, the, the most at fault for that. And yeah, totally agree. That's Kenny where I was going at the start of the start of the pod when I mentioned that Kenny, there was one midfielder that maybe changes my opinion for what's happening at the weekend. And that was Glenn Kamara. You know, it wouldn't surprise me to see him come, him come in with Jack on Sunday, but getting ahead of myself there. I I also think that we're all thinking Lundstrom is going to be took out the team, and he isn't. Probably <laughs> Let's not. be honest. You're right. He just You're is. Right. He just he just isn't. I, I I do think if we if Lundstrom was to come out the team, I don't. I don't think playing Jack there is what I would want to see. I think I would rather have Sands doing that job because I prefer Jack when he's a wee bit further forward. As do as I do Kamara. Kamara's not a defensive kind of midfielder. He's not really a your standard centre mid. He's another one that wants to drive forward with the ball when he can. So yeah, um, I, I would rather see Sands do that job. But again, it's irrelevant because he's. I just don't think Lundstrom's going to get dropped um, or get rested at any point. So in the second half we go, and on the 50th minute, and Rangers take the lead, continuing the trend of going behind and coming back to lead a match. Uh, long ball clearance from Tav, kind of catches Kelly out, and Kent finds himself bursting on it. He crosses the ball to Sakala, um, and it's... His cross is just behind Sakala, sorry, and is collected by Alfie, who gets it back, back across the box. Kent finds it, uh, takes one touch and absolutely buries it in the, the bottom left-hand corner. Um, Ali, this, this to me is proof that Ryan Kent's been getting played with the shackles on. This is the Ryan Kent that you want to see, picking the ball up where he wants. I know this one was bursting through, but even even with within games that we've seen since Beals come in, picking the ball up where he wants and really having an impact on games. But I thought this was a it was a great finish by him. Yeah, I'd love to see his heat map in a football park since Beals come Aye. in because he's all over that park. If he left to right, middle of the park, he picks balls up off the centre halves at times. He's, he's everywhere. It's a fantastic goal. I was raging at him about five minutes before because he drove with a ball and had a simple ball to play uh, to Sakala and he played out the park. I wasn't that happy with him at that point, but no, it was a great finish for Ryan Kent. And Ryan Kent should be doing this more often for us. He should be getting a lot more goals. Kind of gives the goalkeeper the eyes and puts the ball on the other side. And uh, it's a fantastic finish. And at that point, when we're two or up, I'm thinking, let's kick on Rangers because we know what Rangers do. When we go a goal up in these games, we t- we sort of we motor back, um, and I wanted Rangers to go and kill the game. Yeah, Scotia, this is um, this is the Ryan Kent that you want to see, though. This is where he's going to have most impact for us. Oh, definitely, Ben. Because I thought the chance had gone um, at first, like before it broke to Kent again. I thought with the chance had passed us by, and it was going to be another one of those frustrating ones. But no, Kent does well, and he hasn't has enough time to do it. Because sometimes I think players. And our team get the ball and they panic a wee bit when they see a defender running down on them. But he had a wee bit of time and you know put it away very composed finish. And it's it's great to see Kent doing that. He is playing more inside. We know that under Geo Geo like to play his wide players out on the touchline, hugging the touchline almost. But um, it was good to see uh, his movement throughout the game, even for um, Alfie's first one. It was obviously Scala had switched over and they kind of they were switching over positions in that first half as well which is um, really good to see because I quite like that fluidity in your kind of attacking players that they can play either side of the pitch or through the middle. 
Yeah, yeah, I agree, mate. Um, say Rangers in front again from com- coming from behind to lead a match. Uh, as I say, a, a trend that I'm not sure if I want to see continuing. Uh, another trend in this match anyway then continues with Rangers not dealing or even really contesting a long ball set piece into the box. A free header, but the Kelly player makes an absolute hash of it. Tav then slips in Sakala with a, a great ball, uh, plays it straight across the face of the goal. It's literally a tap in, but Morelos is playing the, a deep midfield role for some reason here. I don't know if I don't know if I blinked and missed, but I was like, "Where is Alfredo?" <laughs> and then the camera slowly forty yards back. <laughs> I was like, what, "What is he doing there?" So I don't literally have no idea why Morelos was there. But again, really great work by uh, by Sakala. Uh, really great work, and again, it was just there for somebody to be tapping in. And even if it wasn't Morelos, somebody else should be should be following that and it was a, a, a glaring chance for us uh, and then Armstrong continued his theme of trying to get sent off at the end of the first half with a, a kind of needless forearm kind of barbs into Barisic for I don't really know what he's thinking here uh, and he gets an early night for a second yellow Ali this was stupidity by him because he was clearly Kamarnock's best player yeah, I think he was frustrated Bonner puts the ball over his head and goes to take it away and Looking back at it, potentially could have been a red dart because he he can it's a kind of smash into him. So I, I could have seen that as a red. Obviously, he was already booked, so he was off the park at that point. They're down to ten men. He was their most kind of dangerous man. I thought the boy. Um, I was going to say Darius Vassell, but isn't Darius Vassell? That's not. That's going back no. ages. But big, big Vassell up front. Darius Vassell was tiny, but um, Vassell up front, I thought was a handful. Yeah. For our back line, I thought Goldson did well the second half in particular with him, but um, but no, as soon as that boy gets sent off, he was the main danger man. And at that point, I thought, oh, that's surely we can put command away, can't Because the thing that frustrates me, Rangers, which I, I said earlier, was we don't go and kill teams. And Michael Beale, when he came in, said he wanted to go and take the handbrake off and go, and I've I've not seen it yet, if you know what I mean. I've seen us in flashes do it, but I want us to see us really go and kill a team. And we don't seem to do it. And at that point, my initial thoughts were, let's go and see this handbrake taken off and let's really go and put Kilmarnock to the sword. Yeah. know what happens. <laughs> yeah. Scotia, I literally, it's the note that I have. Um, Ali's, Ali's doing Ali things, mate, by stealing what I was about to say. Um, but I get, I, There's I, no I, way I, I could have known your notes, can't No, I know. But I do I do agree. I, I thought Rangers should just go for the jugular now. I don't think there's really any excuse. Get the third goal, get the fourth goal even, completely kill the game off, make the rotation that you need to make in terms of substitutes. But for the first 10 minutes after that, before... Um, before we come on to um, the next goal, we, we did lapse into a wee bit of let's just control the game. And at this point, I'm going, no, no. Because you're listening to Alan McCoy saying, oh, the chance will come for Kamarnock. I'm like, cheers, Ali. This is making me feel much better. <laughs> yeah, no, you would, lo- you would love to see it happen. But Rangers have always had this tendency, at least in the last what, five or six years, that they once they go 2-1 up or once they go two goals up, they kind of just go like, that's it, job done. And they can just make it hard for themselves at times. But no, we really should have because Armstrong coming off and Borna grows in at this point going forward. But because of yes. this, because Armstrong, where he was playing, playing so high, he was occupying how far up the pitch Borna could get and how how he could help contribute Kent down that left-hand side. So that was a big, massive change going off. I don't know what the boy was thinking because he'd, 
he was doing that niggly wee pushes into folk all throughout the game. It was, in, I think, in the first minute he done it to Alfie, didn't he? Just took yeah, a wee, yeah. nothing, nothing in it, just a wee, wee nudge, nah. letting you know that you're there. But um, I don't know what he was thinking, and he obviously doesn't know that Borna's dad's them off, does he? Because uh, man, that'll be him getting headhunted. <laughs> that's, that's him done. <laughs> Uh, that's why Ryan's. That's why Ryan's not here tonight. The mob's finally uh, gone. <laughs> that's, uh, that's, that's a good point. That's a good point. Um, but yeah, we'll move on. And uh, cometh the seventy-second minute, and cometh Alfredo Morelos. Rangers work the ball really well out to the left-hand side to Barish. She hangs up across a wee bit of a deflection, and Morelos heads it home to make it three-one. Um, We've we've slated um, Morelos, we've slated Borna Barisic. Barisic is now eight assists for the season, and Alfredo Morelos has scored two to, 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 um, tonight. Uh, much more like it from Alfredo Morelos, mate. And at this point, mate, I was thinking, that's it, surely. Yeah, ba- Barisic. Barisic's crosses to the eight point were woeful. Oh, aye. Woeful. Oh, some of them were terrible. But he always puts one in the money at one point. And there was a good header by Morelos that, and I want to see more of that, Morelos. There was points, you'll probably come on to a, where he nearly scored a third goal, Morelos, and I thought, that's Alfie of old, that's what the rampage in Buffalo, if you want to say, but that's the best I've seen Morelos tonight. I thought his link-up play was good. He scored two goals as well. He needs to kick on now, Morelos. He knows, obviously, Cholak might be back for uh, Saturday, possibly, but He's got the shirt and he needs to kick on, regardless if he wants to stay with us, if he wants to move, he needs to kick on now, Morelos. Yeah, 100%. Scotia, it's, it's a good goal. Um, it was, I think it was long overdue um, for me. As I say, we just spoke about the 10 minutes. I was like, come on, Rangers. And then we did decide to turn the screw a little bit and we we, we thoroughly deserved to, to, to be 3-1 up and... Yeah, I'll just briefly speak about it because Ali mentioned it. Uh, just after it, you see Alfredo Morelos barging his way through players, trying to keep a hold of the ball to get the shot away to try to get his third, which he was unlucky for. But um, Barisic on eight assists, mate. Ryan's going to be raging. <laughs> yeah, he's already raging because me and Ali have been kind of saying he's been all right this season and that Ryan's not yeah. pleased with that. Um, but no... I mean, it's what Borna does. It's the best thing in his locker is that wand of a left foot that he's got for crosses. I think Ali was the one that you mentioned just before when I think Ali McCoyston commentary said that, oh, he could have maybe taken a touch there and done better. Yeah. Once, uh, that it was one, absolutely yeah. miles out. Oh, it was honking. But um, no, when, Ali, when Borna can do stuff like that, and like, like I was saying, he was given that space to drive forward because obviously Kelly go down to 10 men and in the area where they lost that player that we were able to kind of dominate on them for but it was a good wee goal because I mean we worked it across from the right hand side through to the left hand side for the goal and it was a good wee bit of build up playing thoroughly deserved I thought yeah, and Kent was really instrumental as well in order to get the ball out to the, the left-hand side during that play. Um, again, kind of finding himself in the middle. Uh, but yeah, no, as I say, Rangers 3-1 up. I begin to relax, which is probably silly of me, let's be honest. Uh, Tillman comes on for Morelos uh, and into the last 10. Sakala from an offside position and desperate to hear his song um, intercepts the ball that was blatantly for Tillman. Uh, Front that was getting slipped through from Arfield, uh, but it did look like we were still looking for a fourth. Kamara's replaced by Sands, and then Kelly pull her back from pull her goal back from pretty much nothing. I mean, it's a really it's a nice volley by the lad, it really is. But Ali, this is another one where I'm like, 
why are we not just clearing our lines? Like, why are we, why are we continuing to fart about with the ball when we can clearly get rid of it? Uh, but I mean, I'll take nothing away from the lad. It's a great strike, but we shouldn't. This this shouldn't be happening. No. Was it not their centre half that scored that goal? Yeah, I mean, it was a piece. It was the centre half that set up as well. <laughs> yeah. half I mean, half. he's he's never doing that again in his life. That guy. That's the type of goals we concede. These worldies, the guys that never scored a goal in their life, just somehow yeah. pop up and do. It was a fantastic strike by the boy, but we shouldn't be. It shouldn't have came to that though, Carney. And it's it's. it's I mean, you'll come on to what happened after that, but. It's typical Rangers. When you think you just said you were relaxing there, and you can't relax with Rangers, even with a two goal lead and a guy sent off another team, you just can't relax because we somehow try and throw games away. It's what we do, and it's a great goal by the boy. He's a centre half. He'll never score a goal in his lifetime, but it shouldn't have came to that point. It, sh- it shouldn't have came to that. No, I know. Um, it, I know he'll never score a goal like that again. Um, Scotia, I did. I did think to myself, Rangers, don't you dare! Yeah, you put it in the group chat, and actually, yeah. I just seen uh, Ryan's put something in the group chat here, so I'll say something about that goal that that Kelly did score. I thought Borna could have done a lot better for that. Yeah, get Kenny in front. I mean, Kenny gets it gets perplexed because Davis could probably do a wee bit better as well, and there's wee small things that we could all do better before it gets to that stage. But I see he's not too happy with us. He's watching. Sorry, Ryan. Sorry. He's watching us live for the moth's basement. The moth's let him watch it. <laughs> <laughs> I can just see the chains on his wrists. Actually, no, you're <laughs> right, mate. Uh, you're right. Um, uh, Carney, um, not on that as well. Like, leading into those last five minutes after they scored, you do have that fear. I was having flashbacks to the Hibernian game earlier in the season, where it was you were just feeling like something like that could happen, and it nearly did actually. Yeah, it nearly it did. It nearly did. Um, yeah, so Tillman goes close, uh, but he's he's denied by a good save by the keeper. But good footwork by Tillman to give yourself the space uh, for for the shot. Into the last five minutes, Tillman slides a square ball for Arfield to shoot. He doesn't. And then Kyle Lafferty gives McLaughlin and every fan the fear we a shot from distance, but McLaughlin does just enough to keep it out. Three minutes have added on time, which I was delighted to hear. I'm not going to lie, Ali. I was like, good, I'm all for this. Three minutes is what I would expect. And then, <laughs> I know I know this is nothing, right? And I know nothing happened. But the header that Golton played back to McLaughlin, and I didn't see McLaughlin on the screen until the very last minute coming in from the left-hand side. I was like, what has happened here? Uh, but it, it did have a whiff of, please, please, Kevin Clancy, even though you're going to add on an extra minute out of nowhere, please, uh, please just blow the whistle. I don't, I don't know why we do this all the time, Rangers. <laughs> do you know, we won a free kick down um, and Tav get done. Goldson came across, done well. And I think Tav get taken out. And we won a free kick with about 30 seconds to go. But gave command the ball back instantly, and they broke up the park, Carney, from that bit. And then after that, even McLaughlin came out with a ball and tried to give it back to them as well. And it's like utter panic stations at times. And like you say, I mean, they put me through it, Rangers, all the time. You're sitting there going, "What are we doing?" Because it's going to bite us in the arse somewhere, Carney. It's it really is. We can't continually keep doing this because 
it will bite us in the arse somewhere. We can have a laugh and joke now about it because we know the score at the moment, but it's um just fucking see a game out, Rangers, honestly, please. <laughs> yeah, Scotia is right though. It is it's, it's horrific to have to sit and watch it. You're like because you're you're going, why what are we doing? Why are we why are we deciding to do this? And it just like just that kind of uh, a whole blanket of panic just comes across us for, I mean, not really any great reason at all. We were in control, but we were trying our hardest to to make something happen for Kamarnock. Yeah, again, this again kind of reminds me of early Gerrard-esque teams that we, this would, we would kind of do this and mess things up when we'd got ourselves in, um, in forward and things like that. But um, the, the one you mentioned there about... Um, when Goldson heads it back to McLaughlin, who is no when you're watching on the TV, he's nowhere to be seen. I'm sure if I was oh. in the stadium, I would have been an awful lot calmer because at least I would yeah. have known where McLaughlin is. But it's caused the way the screen pans and it's like, where the fuck's it? Is it honestly? <laughs> where is it? I don't know. <laughs> oh, that, that, thank God. Oh, that was me as well. I just, I just did the the, the whole oh noise of where is where's McLaughlin gone? Oh. Honestly, uh, but no, look, we, we see the game out. As I say, Clancy does add on an extra minute pretty much for reasons best known to him. And even at that point, we're still trying to give the ball away down in our own corner flag. Uh, Barisic couldn't clear his lines. You're just like, get rid of the ball, get rid of the ball, stop messing about with it. But we see the game out and it is 3-2. And it is another three points for Michael Beale. Um, it's, a, it's an impressive points haulage. Um, there is no doubt they're still glaring problems with the team with the way that we are approaching the starter games in particular and conceding really really sloppy goals really sloppy goals it's something that needs to be stamped out and quick but it is it is three points it is three points at the end of the day and I can't again I can't take away from this team the, the grit and determination to come back when we do go down um uh, it can't really be questioned uh, because we're seeing it time and time and again. I just wish they would start actually believing in themselves um, because it, it still doesn't look like they're fully there yet. Ali, can you your final thoughts, mate? And can you you pick a man of the match? Do you have a man of the match? My final thoughts are on Saturday when we go to McDermott Park at half five Rangers. Please don't do that to me. The only benefit is I'll have a couple of babies in me at the time on Saturday, so hopefully <laughs> my heart won't be beating as much. But yeah, I just want to see Rangers go out and conventionally beat somebody, can't they? And you can actually relax yeah. and watch it. But, yeah, I mean, it has some record, Michael Beale, since he's come in. He should have beaten Celtic. It should have been a 100% record for him. There is character on this Rangers team because they have bounced back from shipping goals and going on to win. But it'll bite us in the arse somewhere. It will bite us somewhere. You, you, you can't continuously do that because it will happen at some point. But... Aye, man of the match. There's a few players second half. I thought Kent tried as well. I thought Sakal was decent. I have to give it to Morelos because he scores two goals, nearly scores a third. He was a good, goal, good save by the goalkeeper. I thought his link-up play was decent. I've given Morelos a hard time in this podcast. I, I, I still don't think he's been great at all. He hasn't been great this season, but Tonight, I've seen flashes of the old Alfredo Morelos, so I want to see that going forward. So I'll give my man of the match to um, Morelos. Yeah, I he scored two goals, so I, I, I can't not give it to Alfredo Morelos. Although I think Kent is in with a shout for, for man of the match. Um, anybody else apart from that? I, would, I mean, I'm not really sure there is. 
Does Kamara um, put himself in the window for Saturday, possibly starting? Possibly, possibly. Um, we did, in fact, we forgot to mention as well, um, Scotia, um, obviously you can pick your man of the match and give final thoughts as well, but the, the subs that he made tonight by bringing on Sands as well, I, I just didn't think it was the right type of sub at that time of the time of the game. Um, Ali mentioned it before we come on the pod as well. Like, why are we not putting Lowry on? Why are we not giving him a bit of time in a, in a winning Rangers team where he can afford to make a mistake up the park that might not get scrutinised as much? I thought the substitutions were a, a little strange. I, I, look, I get I get the Morelos for Tillman one. I do get that because Morelos is going to be needed. Uh, so you need to rest him when you can. Uh, but the Sands one was a bit strange. Well, I would have took Alfie off maybe 10 minutes or just before he scored. So maybe about, what, seven or eight minutes before he actually got taken off. After he'd scored the second, I would have switched him there because I did have the fear that Clancy just would have this, oh, I'll need to level it up somehow. And Alfie's his main target. So I was a wee bit worried, maybe switch him. And at that point, I was maybe thinking, allow on, give him a wee chance, a wee run out. Sands coming on, I'm not too surprised with that because Buell came out and said that, um, that he doesn't really want to judge Sands playing in defence, he wants to judge him in his natural position, so for me that seems like a, a decent substitution with Saturday in mind, in terms of switching Sands and Kamara around, I think he's got obviously got that, that in his back of his head Yeah, so did you get me your man in match there? No, no I didn't, my th- yeah, well man in match, <laughs> my thoughts overall is like you always love your team to have good consistency, but Rangers are not giving me good consistency at the moment. They're putting me through the ringer. I would I would love to go and watch a game stress-free the whole way through it, but Rangers aren't doing that at the moment. Um, in terms of man of the match, yeah, Ali, as he always does, rhymes off the three players that have kind of got in my mind, and even though he'll pick one of them. So um, because he picked Alfie, I'll give Ryan Kent. Over the, I think over the course of both halves, Ryan Kent was better yeah. in terms of in the first half because I thought Alfie was... Apart from the goal, he didn't do an awful lot in the first half, so I'll give it to Ryan Kent. Yeah, that's fair enough, mate. I'll just say, I'll do the, between the two for me. Who was your third one, Scotia? I thought Sakalo had a good impact in the game. I thought right. front three were all fairly decent. Yeah, yeah, he was fairly decent. I don't know if you've been for a shout over Morelos and Kent, though, for Man of the Match. No, probably not. Uh, but no, Alfie scored two, and I've not gave Alfredo Morelos Man of the Match in forever, so I'm giving it to Alfredo Morelos tonight. Uh, so yes, that'll do us. Uh, we will be back on Friday with Club Live. I don't know who's hosting, but it probably won't be me, as, as far as I'm aware. Uh, so for tonight, Alistair, thank you very much, mate. No problem. I look forward to Friday. Hopefully... I said there'd be two two signings in by the time we go up to McDermott Park on Saturday, so I'm hoping by club so the deadlines, we'll have... the deadlines half six on Friday then? Yeah, I'm hoping there'll be some then. Because I said that, Carney, you know what'll happen? Nothing will happen. It's like no, when I said Rangers will, Rangers will not concede <laughs> against Ross yes. County and they ship two goals. So when I say yeah. things like that, it never happens. So you blame it on me, nothing happens. Yeah, you're a jinx. No, cheers, mate. Uh, Scotia, thanks very much, mate. I know, cheers. Um, no, Ali, you might be halfway there because there's been quite a few strong rumours around Twitter today, if anyone's been on it, that um, one of them is imminent over the next couple of days. So here's hoping. Here's hoping, yes. Uh, so yes, thank you everybody. Thank you everybody in the chat as well. Before you go, please do like the video. Please do subscribe to the channel, all the usual stuff. And we will speak to you on Friday. Three points again um, for Bill, And I suppose it is a three points and up the road job um, after 
in hindsight anyway, in hindsight anyway. So enjoy the rest of your week. Speak to you Friday. We are Club at 22, the Rangers podcast. Cheers, everybody.